Okay, here's the question for today. What keeps me from disclosing the truth? First off, I want to thank you guys for the overwhelming response that we had for our Shattered to Thriving online course. And we were a little humbled by the response we had and the trust of of you guys and um, just excited that so many people are of that like mind of, I want to move forward. I want to make this shift. And so um, we did have a limited amount that we accepted in, but we had kind of a server problem the last two hours of the launch and things didn't go out on time. And we had some couples reach out saying, hey, we missed out on this and we wanted to get it at that price. Um, we had some people asking for payment plan options. And so um, we're going to actually open it back up for one day. It will end on Wednesday, August 28th at 10 p.m. Um, so if you have questions on that, you can reach out as well. So what day and when and how much? It's going one more day. It is half price and it's um, August 28th, Wednesday, 10 p.m. It will close. Half off, gone. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. All right, guys, we're going to roll into a review. And this is called An Awakening. Remember, you guys can always leave reviews. You can rate us. We love both. Uh, You can do that uh, on uh, the podcast app. Um, okay, so an awakening. This morning I listened to episode 109, How Will I Ever Feel Enough? And I had the biggest aha moment ever. That concept of not feeling enough, I thought, had reserved or was reserved only uh, for the betrayed. I had to catch my breath as I realized the indulgent partner has those same feelings. Because I know how that feels, I suddenly understood the root cause. And now I can have compassion. So this was so this is what empathy is all about. I am humbled. Thank you for opening my eyes. P.S. I'm excited to go beyond enough. That that's a really I man, that's just a really important um, review simply from the standpoint of helping the betrayed understand the mind of the indulgent and the addicted. And or the addicted. Yeah. That was really cool. I, I mean, I'm hearing um, uh, that that review was just amazing because I'm hearing healing there. Um, she's gone from a place of 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 just frustration or anger, or sadness, to a place of taking that sadness and turning it into some empathy, some compassion, and um, y- you know, it doesn't mean that she's gonna go break her boundaries or anything like that with him, but but it will it will greatly affect her and her healing that she has the ability to empathize with him. Um, and, and her reality won't just be darkness, but it'll be kindness and love back toward him. And so that's awesome. And I love how she mentioned beyond enough too, um, because of, you know, we're launching beyond enough and, um, that's what it's all about. It's all about, um, getting to a place where you know you are worthy of love and you know you are good so that you can connect and have compassion and empathy for others. So, Okay, should we get into the topic? Let's do this. Hand? This was a, a really... If we could give you guys a behind-the-scenes 
of how we come to these topics and uh, how we position these, you guys would be like, whoa, seriously? That's how, that's how they do it? <laughs> sometimes it's really easy, and sometimes it's like, wait, what, but what does this mean? And, and this was, I thought, um, a really compelling and interesting exercise to come to this question, but also to, to narrow the topic down. Yeah. This is really good. So let, let's talk about, first, the continuum that there is of disclosure, um, because there's, there's extremes on both ends. Um, there is the over-disclosure guy or, or, or gal, you know, the over-disclosure person. And, and what, he, what, what they do um, is they're, they're in their shame a lot and they want to make sure they're being honest and make sure they're being good. So they're constantly disclosing everything they possibly can. And, and, and it's out of fear. Um, it doesn't create safety in the relationship um, when they're oh, just constantly disclosing just because they want to make sure that they're being an honest person. Um, their intention is, is usually not about honesty. Um, it's about uh, shame. It's about being good enough and, and showing that they're good enough. So there's that person, the over-disclosure person. Um, on the other side, there's the person who doesn't disclose anything. And uh, not only do they not disclose anything, they they use certain tactics to not let their partner close to them so that they can find anything out. So they'll, they'll turn the tables a lot, they'll gaslight, they'll push them away, um, they'll blame, and then they'll hide everything. Um, and obviously that doesn't build very much safety and trust in a relationship. Um, and then there's the in-betweeners. There's the, the guy who you know, doesn't really disclose anything until he's asked. And once he's asked, um, he's like, yeah, actually, I have messed up. I did do this thing. Um, but he doesn't come forth with it. He doesn't go out of his way to say, hey, I need to tell you something. Um, there's the person who discloses sometimes, but not other times. Um, uh, you know, sometimes they'll come forth and say, hey, I messed up. Other times it's like, nah, it's a bad time. I don't want to do it right now. There's all these reasons not to do it. And so there's, there's that person, right? And you can see in all of these scenarios, um, it's destroying trust in some way, right? So do you, do you guys it, want to speak to your experience with like this? It sounds like also some protection, like misguided protection. Like if I withhold... Self-protection? Yeah, if I... W well, and like I'm protecting my partner by, by not sharing these things because it will hurt them or it will hurt... It will make me uncomfortable because then they're mad or they're hurt and upset. And then I feel these things. So it's like this weird. Well, th and that is one of the most common justifications to not disclose is and, and, and it, it can even seem like a pretty noble justification. Look, I don't want to tell them right before Christmas. And so I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait and I don't want to blow up their world right now. Um, or, or, or on the heels of, um, or just before some major life event. And we get, and, and I was, I was that guy. The second affair that I had was on the heels of, um, some trauma that our girls experienced. And we'd just gotten to a point where we had just gone through, uh, th through therapy and we got out of the regular cadence of going to therapy because we were really in a good spot. And then that happened. The last thing I wanted to do was blow up the, yeah was blow up the, the good place that we were quote-unquote in. Now, I think there is a time, and a, like a good time and a good 
way there, there there's no way to do it that avoids pain yes but there you can be sensitive to uh, you know a good time and a good way to do it um however sometimes um no matter what it just needs to be done and um it does more damage to wait until after christmas or to not disclose right now because you know what they're dealing with the the grief about the loss of their mom or something like something major in their life um to to just say you know what like it's gonna be painful but i you will cause suffering in your relationship if you sit in dishonesty there's no way around that okay right we have an example yep <laughs> you want to share it yep okay so we'll see if it's the same story uh, i'm thinking of the time you disclose the second affair yeah okay same so we had gotten into specialized therapy and I was in a pretty good place where our therapist thought this is time you need to go and tell Ashlyn about this second it was only six weeks in yeah so we hadn't done a full disclosure but she's like she needs to know this and we were literally leaving two days later or one day later two Two. days later to go to a wedding so we would be at a place that reminds me of all the things right and then we were going to Disneyland as a family for days after so it was like, no, I don't want to tell her because we're going on this trip and it's going to be like... Let's go enjoy Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. it's going to ruin everything. And what was her response? Uh, no. <laughs> she said You're going to tell her beforehand. Either way, Ashlyn is going to be hurt. Hurt when she connects dots and goes backwards and says, yeah. you you didn't tell me and we went to all we these We went things. and had a good time on this trip and you were yeah. faking it the whole I time. I still hate Disneyland now. Yes. Like, either way, I was going to be in pain. Right. And, and so she was. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was. So what did you do? It was horrendous. I, I did exactly what I was told. You went and told her beforehand? <laughs> totally. Okay. And what happened? It it all hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. that That's what I wanted to get to is there's all these reasons not to do it because it's all going to hit the fan. Yeah. Right. It's going to it's going to blow up your world, your life, whatever. And I, I mean, it could be. It could be as small as, as, a, as a relapse that's not that big a deal and as big as a major affair that's been going on. Yeah. But it's going to hit the fan. And, and there's all these reasons not to do it because you don't want those consequences. But here's the, here's the reality is if you did this thing, there is consequences no matter what. So if you For keep sure. it quiet and you don't say anything... Uh, and, and, and you take it to your grave, then you're going to have consequences from now until the day that you die for that thing that you did. Yep. If you face the reality and, and how painful it is and deal with those consequences, then you can grow from them, you can move forward, and, and you can overcome that thing that's happened. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I keep thinking about the, the line from Mr. Weasley in, uh, in Harry Potter. Uh, when he has to go to uh, defend himself for using a Patronus charm. And <laughs> and uh, Mr. Weasley's prepping Harry before he goes into this, uh, this, you know, trial. And he says, as the Americans say, truth will out. And I don't think we actually say that, but hey, it's the truth will out. Let me just assure everybody who's listening, truth will out. Tr- like, truth will be known. And, 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 the way that I know that is because I held on to the uh, to the second affair and lived in secrecy during months of therapy, and um, and then for I don't know how long it was. It was, it was one a year, year before you told me. Yeah, yeah. when after it had ended, it was a year before I had actually shared, 
and and so um it's it's gonna happen truth will out but here here's here's what my hope is too here on this and actually the review is is super super appropriate um considering this episode in my opinion from my eyes um what i hope that the betrayed will take away from this are perhaps some of the factors that have led to the thinking process behind not disclosing and and that is that is super super important but i also want to help verbalize some of my own thoughts that i had that kept me from disclosing because you were kind of all I was all of the things that Brandon described. He was the one who never told. He was the one who told when I asked. And he was the one who told without being asked. Like, yep. it was kind of madness. So how do you build trust like that? Yeah, we didn't right? have that. You, you that, that I was, trust, trust building trust wasn't, it wasn't even a thought, Brandon, because we both knew that there wasn't trust. Okay. But let me just identify one thing, actually, that I think was a, um, is, was, a a real factor for me in not disclosing excuse me when i was a kid if i owned and told the truth about something that i did that was not in compliance with what my mom said i got lit up all the time and i got in trouble so you were taught to hide yes so so what i learned very quickly was it's not a matter of being honest. It's not that. Survival means... Not getting caught. Yes. It's like, what do I need to do to not get in trouble? Okay, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. So, so the thought process in my head as a kid was never to tell the truth because it was like, I just don't want to be like, you know, punished or get in trouble because that's way worse. Right. right. Right? So even when I did tell the truth, there wasn't like, okay, you told the truth. Now I'm going to get the wooden spoon out. I'm going to beat the stew out of you. Okay, that didn't actually happen. But I did get the wood spoon, but she didn't beat the suit out of me. But as we're married, and for what, 15 years of our marriage? It I, was the same. I didn't have the tools, right? Kobe didn't have the tools. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to figure this out on our, own, on our own. We have gone to some marriage therapy to kind of work on some skills, right? Not any yeah. of this stuff. Um, so when he would disclose some truth in whatever fashion, I didn't respond but, at all well uh, right right but but here's the thing but that's not justifying the fact that i didn't i it still, agree it's still totally mine <laughs> all i'm saying is is i was really as an adult in our in our marriage the early years of our marriage i was re i was when the thought of being uh, of telling the truth because i did something wrong came up it was like i was that child. seven eight yeah i was a child again and so i did the only thing that i knew how to do and that's why it was so uh, tumultuous for me internally to actually there, disclose. There's one reason why just consistent honesty um, doesn't exist, and, and and that's fear. Is if for some reason whatever your childhood is, everybody everybody has different experiences with with shame and 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 their fear, but it's fear, and and the fear is the fear of facing reality, and you know the thing about like if you didn't have the tools, Ashlyn. Um, he might say, well, I have a lot of fear that if I tell her, she's going to melt down and not be able to handle this. Um, <clears throat> or I'm going to leave her. That's what he thought. Well, yeah, or mm-hmm. you'll be gone <clears throat> or whatever. Now, right. here's the thing. 
um, with with therapy and and what I do as a therapist is um, the whole point of therapy is facing reality is 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 figuring out how to get get real with what is and then start to move forward from that um, I've never seen it really serve somebody to to live in denial about reality they don't get emotionally healthy they they don't move forward and so if you didn't have the tools and he came and disclosed something it might blow up your world and then you might go get the tools, right? Yeah. But if he keeps you, you know, safe by not disclosing anything, Just then he's enabling the situation where you guys are at in your marriage and you're going to stay married and health and unhealthily disconnected and miserable in your marriage, right? So it's better for the crap to hit the fan, for everything to get blown up and feel that the chaos and the pain and everything so that the dust can settle a- a somewhere completely new and different because you face that reality. Yeah. Right? I love that. And the, the interesting part of this conversation is we all three know what it looks like when the indulgent discloses truth, hard truths, yeah. when the betrayed gets those hard truths. Like it can totally change the trajectory of things completely in a good way in a bad way. Like yes. it, it just is. And we've seen it so many different ways, all of us. But I think um, what I hear the most from the betrayed is, but just what? Like, why can't they just tell me the truth? Like, yeah, I didn't show up the way I wanted. And yeah, I didn't do it. It's because but, they can't <laughs> face their fear, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that, that's the ultimate thing. To, to, to give a short, simple answer to what keeps me from disclosing the truth, it's fear of rejection but but here's the thing and it's it's beautiful the way god has set this up because a guy who goes from from shame and addiction and whatever and just and just feeling horrible about himself to to stepping into the vulnerability of being honest consistently two things happen one thing is his shame starts to heal he starts to realize oh my gosh i can do hard things like i'm empowered here um, this is painful. I can tolerate pain. I can step into this, right? And the second thing that happens is that's when she starts to realize, oh my gosh, he's going from a guy who who doesn't have strength and integrity to a guy who, who can handle it, a guy who can step into stuff. And he, he's got strength. He can do this. And that's how trust starts to get rebuilt. Trust doesn't get rebuilt by keeping everything hunky-dory, uh, you know, like let's pretend like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Trust gets rebuilt by by that person being able to step into the hard stuff and own that. And, and so the opportunity for trust building is there when you make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Does, does that make I mean, sense? No, no it, it makes complete sense. And I think the, um, even in, it, it's, it's like being, our minds can be hijacked in certain situations. And um, like if it, I can be hijacked um, well, I was hijacked all the time um, in seeing something, you know, a, a woman in a, you know, bikini or something like that, or seeing some ad on TV. I could be hijacked in that moment. And at the same time, I could be hijacked by the fear of being rejected. And even though, even though I might have to really purposefully, mindfully just say, I'm going to do this, and I have to white knuckle a disclosure. I really did say that white knuckle disclosure. Like I'm like making fists so tight just to say, blah, I'm going to get this out. Yes, exactly. Because there is a neural pathway that says this isn't 
safe. This isn't how we do it. This is scary. This is hard. We need to take a we need to take a left turn here, and we need to go somewhere else. That is a thing. But, but, um, the idea of of telling a little bit was always on my mind, versus telling all of it. And I often was like, okay, I'm I need to tell the truth. I'll just say like I messed up, trickle out, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just give, just give enough all the time. When I would travel, uh, I messed up. Yeah, that was his. And yeah. we never. What the heck does that mean? She didn't yeah. ask, and I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna volunteer it. That's for damn sure. I was not gonna do that. So, so I want to get into into what you're talking about, like the the different little tactics. It's like sticking my use. toe in the water. But you said something really important that I wanna, I wanna um, address, and I it's did? this. It's it's having the courage to just white knuckle your way into disclosure. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know how many times I've done this, but in in a therapy session, somebody will come out with something, and they'll say, "Yeah, they don't know this yet." Or, and what I'll do is I'll say, "Okay, like if it's a Tuesday or something, I'll say Wednesday by midnight, it needs to happen. It has to happen." Oh, I can't do that. And, and but they're like, "I know, I know, it needs to happen." And so we'll set something up where I'll say, I'll expect an, a text message or an email from you by nine o'clock on Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and it better be there telling me that you did it. And the whole thing that I'm doing is they want to do it. Yes. They want to disclose. They're, it's ready. They need that accountability, and they need that nudge that, hey, I'm going to go forward with this, and I'm going to get it done. Yep. Right? That was exactly what Amy did. You're going to go home right now, and you're going to tell her. And I was like... Oh, I'm not ready. She's nope. You're gonna go home and do it right now. So I just was like, okay, I'm See, doing but this. That is like a whole another discussion in itself is having someone that you can be accountable to that really makes you show up. And yeah, own your honest shits. and deal with it and get rid <laughs> yes. of all the excuses not to not friend, do it. Not yes. your brother. Not yes. your dude at work that's doing the same crap. And right. let me just make yes. a little asterisk uh, because those this. those guys will be like, oh, you know, sh- <laughs> let's just do it together. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> oh like it'll gosh. hurt her. Like yes. we don't want to. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but th- let me put a little asterisk next to this particular part of the episode for the therapists who are listening. We got them. It is. It is. M- my whole point for making this statement is to say, trust is so critical with you and the indulgent or the addicted, an effort to stretch them, an effort to ask them to do things that they're innately biologically not prepared to do you, you i'm so glad you're bringing this up kobe because and, and you're good at it well, well <laughs> but but the yeah. whole point with amy was that i trusted her with i i absolutely trusted her my trust in her was absolute because she um she she was safe and i had no idea what safety was and because of that I was willing to be stretched. But, I was but, willing to be prompted. But when to a do therapist that. or a church leader backs you up in your denial and in your justification to not own the reality, then you're locked in. Then it's like, well, and, and, and sometimes they'll do that because they're uncomfortable that you're going to be uncomfortable. Say yeah. more. I right? don't understand what you mean by that. Like a therapist will say, like, she doesn't have the tools yet, so don't tell her. Oh, okay. Um, like, like, let's hold off. Like, she doesn't really need to know that. Let's, you know, be careful. Okay. Um, so, so if a church leader or a therapist does that, then it, it solidifies that denial for, for the, the indulgent person who's, who's thinking like, oh, good, I didn't want to tell her anyways. And now it's the best thing to do is to not to tell her because it's so painful and hard, mm. right? So it's important that, 
and, and, and my, my philosophy is facing truth is always what's best. It's, it's, and, and it can be done in the right ways. But like you said, Kobe, to have somebody who you knew had your best interest in mind, yep. who knew, you knew loved you, pushing you to do this r- crazy difficult thing is what needed to be yeah. done. Well, and it's like you couldn't see what was in front of you, the path, right? You oh hear about this thing like called recovery, but right, right, right. but to have someone yeah. that's two steps ahead who does it maybe as their job. And knows this is part of the process. <laughs> right. yep. yeah. That's where the trust I think also can come. It's like, okay, I'm trusting that you actually have done this before. You know what you're talking about. Okay, let's do this. Yes, yes. Right? I was talking to somebody recently and there's major betrayal and crap going on in their marriage and, and, and all this stuff. And, and you know, they go to they go to couples therapy and the couples therapist is like, well, we don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about the love languages. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> huh? Like, how is that helpful in any ways? You're just avoiding the hard stuff and trying to focus on the easy stuff. Um, you got to go there. Yeah. So, so okay. when you stretch them, do so gently. Build trust gently because the stretching part is super scary. Okay. I got to share this because uh, one of my girls in group is very artistic. Uh, she's a teacher and she had this graphic that she kind of like a diagram that she made for her spouse because he's one of these like Kobe who he hasn't come forward. He's been caught in his mess ups <laughs> and he'll, he'll tell the truth when caught but hasn't yet done it. And so Mm -hmm. she made this diagram and she was like, my gosh, okay, so when to tell your wife? And it's Mm -hmm. this diagram of, do you want to tell her yes or no? And it goes through the yes or no's, right? And the the very bottom, the answer is tell her. Yeah, just tell her. (laughs) Like no matter what you're feeling, the answer is always be honest. Right, And he looked at this and thought like, okay, like really, even if it hurts you, even if you're gonna be sad, you want me to tell you? And she's like, yeah, right. I really do. Right. Um, but, but get clear with, cause there's that side of over disclosure, yep. which is like, I, I'm going to tell you every little detail all the time, no matter what. And, and, and that doesn't build trust. In well, a relationship. what you're saying, that's almost like, Hey, you're my accountability partner. Yes. And that's not what that's we're saying. That's not what we're talking about. So it, this, you're saying, Hey, um, let's say you have a disc or a, a relapse of whatever your relapse means. You take it to your therapist, your sponsor, and they give you a, okay, now you've got what, what you is tell you, her. do you have a 24 hour plan? Yes. Do you have a 48 hour plan? Right. What is it? And that's when you go and you disclose. Yes, absolutely. So there's a, there's a couple things that I, I want to look at. One is, and, and these are some com- like complexities with the whole disclosure thing. And if you hear this, th- if, if, if you hear yourself in what I say right now, then you really got to check check yourself okay so are you are you you the person are you the person who will disclose some things because you know that you know she'll kind of be expecting or he'll kind of be expecting that that you that you're gonna mess up sometimes so i'll you know i'll give them enough i'll 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 hand them enough disclosure for them to think that i'm an honest person but then there's other stuff going on and there's big stuff going on that, that I that I can keep doing, but oh hey, I had this mess up and I want to tell you. And they're thinking, Whoa, you're so honest. You're doing it. You're right. You just took a page out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, a lots right. of guys' heads. Yeah. yeah. And girls. Yeah. Let's be honest. Then then what's what we talk about uh, all, all, quite a bit, which is the trickle out thing. Uh, or it's the minimization thing. It's I'll tell them um, just enough where it doesn't hurt that bad. So 
I, you know, I, I won't really go there with everything, but I'll go there with the little with the little stuff and or with enough. Yeah, with enough or with enough to 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 get. At, I would say I messed up, but it wasn't that long or it wasn't like last time. Minimizing and 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 I would do that just to to be able to check the box and say I disclose and I was being honest. But I was totally concealing out of manipulation, self-preservation, right? Right. Manipulation to say, uh, okay, I, I did what I needed to do, and so let's put this to bed and move on. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then here's here's another one, which which is just so destructive. And it's it's a disclosure out of spite and blame. It's like, well, yeah, screw you. I did this because of you. Mm, I got and, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got all the things. If you would have had sex with me more, if you would have been nicer, if you would have done this, but I had to go do this because you. That's wow. <laughs> Yeah. For sure, me. That so feels. Totally me. It feels really good. I yeah. like that. that yeah. Zero <laughs> accountability, in and that. and and that is a new. I, I think there's like, there are depths of shame that exist in each of these instances, that will tap into various emotions or subset emotions of shame, blame, anger, shrinking, feeling le- less than, and um, and I can think back to all the, uh, all the times. Right. Yeah. And 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 all the emotions that I had during disclosure. Right. Yeah. That's super super interesting. You know, I learned something when I was a little tiny boy and uh it was it's honesty is the best policy. And it's that simple. Um if you want connection and trust in your marriage, um then be honest. And and I know that sounds so simple, but being honest means dealing with your shame and being shame resilient so that you can be an authentic person. Um, Being honest means being able to tolerate discomfort. And, um, but, but if you're honest, then not only, not only will it, will it serve your marriage and, and build trust and all those things, but you will love yourself so much more if you're an honest person. So, all right. What do you, how do you feel about doing a little deep dive on Patreon for this topic of, okay, so what can we do to have a plan, to be honest, and a plan for the betrayed I think that's a to great show idea. up in those moments? Yeah. We'll break it down for you step by step. Yeah. Because if, if you yeah. keep doing what you've been doing and you're relating to a lot of the things you're say- we're saying, you're going to keep getting some pretty nasty results. And we can give you specific things to shift the way that you're you're disclosing and creating trust in your relationship. Yep, there's a process. That's a super great idea. There's a process, and um, th- that can be both for the betrayed and the addicted in order to share. Yep. So, guys, so appreciate you being here. Um, and we wanted to touch on one other thing before we finished up, which was what was it? It was, it's the YouTubers, the people watching us on YouTube, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, leave, we want some comments down below. So, uh, uh, if you relate to this, you have questions, whatever, like comment and, uh, ask us whatever. Love it. Love it. Okay. So remember guys, um, from now until Wednesday at 10 PM mountain time, which is August 28th, you can still capture the pre-launch price of from shattered trust to thriving intimacy and go to go to shattered to thriving.com yep so thanks for being here look forward to seeing you again